Boys and girls, like to welcome you out once again to uh, How We'd Book It, brought to you on the Push Start Media Network, where you can't do nothing unless you... Push Start. Yes, and you've been starting all over the place. We've been out for a couple of weeks. We released two episodes, and then uh, all hell broke loose. You got a new job. You went to Charlotte for some fight for the Fallen. You went to Myrtle Beach, because you can see we're actually sitting next to each other this time. We're not five hours apart. I'm back in the hot as hell, 804. God bless, take me home to the ocean. Oh, my God, it sucks here. It feels like 135. Oh, I'm getting too old for this heat, man. Same. Yeah, right. But yeah, all kinds of good stuff going on. And, uh, you know, we don't have any sponsors, but we'll just say today this show is brought to you by some good old Walmart water. Walmart, if you're paying attention. Yep, yep. Uh, got some Celsius energy drink. Yep, yep. And, um, hey, Coca-Cola. Yeah, you want to sponsor us? We'll, we'll take you, too. Bring back the ones that actually has the cocaine in it. I need, I need I, I would I would actually enjoy trying that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to snort it, but I'll drink it. I, same. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Depends on how my days go. I don't care with or without the cocaine. Just sponsor us. We'll 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 push with whichever one you want. Or, we, or AEW if you want to sponsor us. Official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. We will we will push your narrative. Yes, we will. And you know, speaking of speaking of AEW, if they're listening, um, you know, your new job. You know, you he's he's already had a lot of camera equipment and some great video equipment. He's put time and effort into it. And um, he's actually getting some certified training that he'll have that'll look good on his resume and where he's doing uh, pictures and weddings and stuff like that. So, you know, if you got something you need, ringside photography. I did roaming cam for, uh... God, I feel bad because I can't remember the name of the company. It's about Law Mud Show Backyard Wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. Now, this was an actual wrestling event. Uh, Rhett Titus was there. You might know him as a tag team with Kenny King, the All Night Express. Yeah, well, and the next show is in September, I think September 12th, and it will feature the one and only Ace Austin. Well, and like again, you know, ringside photography, anybody, he got you, got his own equipment. Um, you know, if you're getting married or uh, you guys just want some family photos, um, you know, and we'll do it all. You got, you got, uh, you know, if you're into the, uh, how do I want to word this? Um, I don't know. If you're into the uh, if you're in the adult industry and you want some pictures taken for a website or whatever you got running, we can do that too. You got them OnlyFans? Uh, okay, I wasn't really trying to push that, but okay, yeah, yeah. What he said, I mean, you know, you know, whatever, whatever you want, you know, I mean, don't be afraid, you know. We've seen it all. We ain't, we, ain't, you know, we'll just seen take, it all, done it all. Yeah, we'll take your pictures and uh, and at the end of the photo shoot, we'll just look at you and say, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Yes, sir. Anyway. So let's talk about you. I mean, like I said, we haven't done this in a couple weeks because we did two episodes and uh, the big CM Punk and Daniel Bryan episodes. Yep, and uh, you've been busy as hell. Oh so, my god! Um, let's start. Let's see. Before you went to Myrtle, you went to fight for the fall. And tell us about it. You were uh, there. So if you haven't, go to our YouTube channel. There is a video of me interviewing people outside of the arena. They would not let me allow, allow me to take my equipment in there. For good reason, because you know I could probably take better pictures than the people they pay to do that. Well, that's when you like you sneak it in there and like, hey Tony, look at this. Mine, yeah, mine, mine looks better. Mine's yeah, better. Yeah, with the metal detectors, I don't think that would work. Oh well, I, I tried, I tried, I did, but I got to talk to the fans, which was really cool. I met some really cool people there. It was hotter than hell. We had like five or six people pass out in the parking lot. Got to see the acclaimed on their last night in AEW for a while. So that was that was fun. They were out. They were outside with Matt Hardy in private party. Yeah, uh, maybe they maybe they called the same lawyer that the Duke Lacrosse team used. Uh, yeah. 
Like some some of the stuff they said was a little far. Take a little break. But is what it is. Their heels. I get it. I mean, yes. I honestly, and all, all kidding aside, I don't think they're going to be gone, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, I don't know how much you 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 followed this for the past couple of years. Um, when Jim Cornette was doing uh, commentary for the NWA, yeah, he told a thirty-five-year-old joke that hadn't aged well, and he said that's fine. He, you know, he, it was a joke. He didn't mean anything. But by it wasn't it. a live show. No, it wasn't, and neither was this. No, it wasn't. It was uh, dark or dark elevation. Well, that's what it I'm, was dark. That's that's what I'm getting to because that's where Cornette got so pissed off about when they uh when he just said to hell with it because he basically was doing it for free for the NWA. Yeah. After his, you know, they were. They were giving him a little money for travel, but by the time they paid him and everything, it was really him doing it out of the, you know, his love for the old NWA and stuff. But the goodness yeah, of his heart. Yeah. Well, I don't want to know about that. It was his love for the business and the old NWA. But long story short, you know, that he told that joke. And again, it hadn't aged well. Me and Jim Cornette, I laughed because I'd heard it back in the 80s when he told it, but on live TV and nobody said a word. Um, nor here nor there. But, you know, Dave Lagana was the one that went back and actually edited the show and put it up on YouTube. And then when people started complaining about what he said, they threw it all on Jim. Yeah, they did. Lagana was the one that edited the show and, you know, and then uploaded it. And, you know, and, you know, Cornette made a good point. He was talking, you know, when Tony Khan did his interview on Busted Open uh, right afterwards, you know, I mean, Tony, Tony, like, took the hit for it. He said that he, he, you know, he does all the uh, editing of Dynamite, but. He was not doing uh, dark and some of this other dark stuff. elevation. He said he's doing it for Rampage and Dynamite, but not dark and dark but, elevation. Well, he said he's going to do it from now on yeah. because he said that you know he always went over what Max was going to say bullet point wise before he went out there, and uh, he said it was yeah it was a little off color, but you know it wasn't it wasn't live TV, so it wasn't on the talent. It should have been edited out because nothing was said until it got you know no no you know nobody from the live audience had tweeted anything out about it being offensive or anything like that so it, it didn't come back from the show it was once it hit youtube and people started seeing it and everything so i don't i don't think you'll see them off tv for for that long i mean maybe to let the maybe to let it die down for a little bit um but from the way tony khan talked he was more pissed off at whoever the editor was not not max caster so so this this isn't confirmed yet it was uh reported on by ringside news but it's been debunked by a bunch of other sources so we don't know how true this is but i heard max got suspended for two months because of the comments which pisses me off because i love sammy guevara and he said some stupid shit. Remember when he said something about raping Sasha Banks? Yep. And he only got suspended for a month and had to go to sensitivity training? I feel like that was worse than what Max said because, okay, if you don't know about the Duke lacrosse, I'm sure you could fill them in better on that because it was a, it was a stripper that uh, they brought to a party and she said that they raped her. Which and then they were, they were later if, proven innocent. Yeah. So I'm nowhere here nor there. Like I said, if, if, I don't really believe he got suspended for two months now, you know, with the you know, like I so said, after listening to the Tony Khan interview with you know, Bully Ray and um, whatever the other dude's name is, uh, Dave LaGreca on Busted Open, I, I, I don't – if he's gone off TV, it's just simply to let this shit cool down. I mean, it's yeah. like I so said, Tony Khan was more mad if they, they didn't catch it in the editing process. Um, and, cause, and they took the show down, they edited out the rap, they put it back up, which is the way it should have been done to begin with. Yeah, no, I agree. I just – I was there live and – Nobody seemed offended by it. I mean, well, that's what that's exactly what Tony Khan was saying in his interview. He said you know, nobody had tweeted anything out or to him or anything else that's been said about it until it went up on YouTube. Yeah, so. so it was it was a small minority of people that got mad about it. Yes, some of the stuff he said was messed up, but he's a heel, so it's like 
It's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things to where, you know, I love Max Caster. The Acclaimed are my favorite tag team in AEW. And, like, some of the shit they say is funny as hell. Uh, Anthony, the, the other week, he, uh, after the match with the Varsity Blondes, he looked at them. He's like, how are we going to play second fiddle to a tag team whose best part of the tag team is a girl who likes to be tag team? That was funny as hell. Well, I, this this has always been my problem, especially, like, coming into the to the woke era or whatever you want to call it. And, and, and I don't think people understand this, you know. Well, they do, but for some odd reason, and, and I'll use a movie for an example. You know, take uh, Django Unchained. Look at all the language in that movie. Yeah, that's what. I, that's exactly and, the point and, I was thinking. And, you know, from everything that's been reported over the years, I mean, he might not be a saint, but DiCaprio's never been called a racist or anything like that. No. Um, never had any, you know, he, he he's come across in his career as a pretty nice, decent guy. And, you know, you didn't see people, you know, tweeting or anything like that, you know, about that or, or even some of these other TV shows where racial slurs are used and stuff to that nature because it's a television program. They're trying to, you know, make a point. You know, it's it's the, the storyline, the narrative, whatever they're doing. I mean, people, you know, chill out. Wrestling's a show. I mean, it's 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 entertainment. It's this is not real. I mean, you it's a suspension of belief. It, you don't have Max Caster out here on the fucking streets. You know, saying F Simone Biles and or stuff like that. It's, you know, and, you know, whether you like the reference to her or not, I mean, it was pop culture. You know, it was mainstream news at the time. And it's not even the worst thing they've said. No, and I mean, you know, the Duke lacrosse thing, he referenced it because they were in North Carolina. I mean, it's just. And then people yeah. were like, he shouldn't be talking to Julia Hart like that. She's 19. Bruh, first off, who cares? It's wrestling. And second off, she's old enough to have a job. I mean, you know, yeah. she's. You know, you don't see her on Twitter crying about it. Oh, they said my vagina stinks, but he had to cover it up. You don't see her bitching about it. I mean, so, you know, I mean, like I said, people, just take it with a grain of salt. It's an entertainment show. And, you know, next time they say something that you uh, you think, is, oh, they went too far with that. Well, you know. Keep fucking moving. Think, think about some of the TV shows and movies you've watched that, that's been ten times as worse that nobody said a word about the next day. I mean, so just... Like you don't he, like you don't like it. Turn the fucking channel. Yeah, he's not really like that in real life. He's playing a character, as most of them are. And to be honest with you, that's that's just me defending the person. I he loves them fuckers. I don't particularly care for him, but that's just me. But again, you know, it's entertainment, people. If you're not entertained, turn the channel. Yeah, like I said, they're playing a character. Is what it is. So, and that's all I got to say about that. I, I feel you, nah. Because if I go any further, people are gonna try and cancel me, and I ain't with it. So, cancel, cancel culture. Yeah, pretty much. So we're gonna keep it moving. We're talking about Bray Wyatt today, right? Um, sure, sure, sure. I thought that's what we discussed beforehand. Oh, I don't know. We talk about whatever you want to. Okay, so because uh, we were going into all your busy week, because like I said, you only uh. You really never reviewed Fight for the Fall, and you talked about talking to your people, so. Yeah, no, I mean, Fight for the Fall, and it was a great match, uh, or a great event. Uh, the, I really liked the entrance of Hangman Page and Dark Order. That was good. And then the Elite coming out to the Elite Squad. No, oh, it was awful. <laughs> I'm sure Jim Cornette had a field day. Then he missed a dunk when he was trying to do the Melter Driver on the outside of the ring. Yeah, and people were chanting, you fucked up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just like, wow, okay. It was it was entertaining. So okay, well, without reviewing the whole show because it's been a couple weeks, but since then, what was your favorite match that you saw that you got to see? Or? I mean, I got to see Jericho versus Nick Fucking Gage. Live. Well, that's that's the one you were at. Okay, yeah. Brought to you by Domino's Pizza. Domino's. 
One call does it all. Avoid the noise. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. look, if y'all don't want to sponsor AEW anymore, there ain't, there's no pizza cutters on our table. We're good. No, but we got the TNT belt. Because we're, dy- we're dynamite. Yeah, speaking of TNT, AEW Rampage debuts tonight. Is that on TNT or TBS? I thought it was on TNT. Uh, I have been back and forth between here and Myrtle so much, man. It's, I can't keep up with shit. No, nah, I feel you. Nah, but we did uh we did watch AEW at the beach. I actually fell asleep halfway through it. It was a week after Fight for the Fallen. So So what was your favorite match though that you saw that night? Nick Gage versus Nick, really? Jericho. You, you, okay. The pain maker, bro. All right. I'm not I love seeing the acclaimed. I, lo- I love the ten man. Okay, I mean, well. It was fun. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. And then uh you know, then he moved on to uh, Myrtle Beach the following week to where he was telling everybody about, you know, Jet Set. You know, his apartment here with his roomies and his apartment there with his roomies. You know, you want to check us out, do photography here or there. Like right now, like I said, we're back side by side. Tag team back again. But anyway. We get tag team belts. Yeah, we do. Podcast tag team champions. Of the world. Of the world. But, um, you know, uh, so that's, that's kind of where we've been. Uh, no, he's been running back and forth. He goes to Durham next week for the trainings. Where you going? I do, I do, I do. And I'll be back in. Uh, I'll be back at the uh, dollhouse in Myrtle. Back on Sunday. I actually leave tomorrow night. So yeah, if you want to see some strippers, some strippers. They, they are adult entertainers, sir. Strippers, adult entertainers. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. So anyway, you want to? Uh, let's see. About all you had before we get into this? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I we we've been bullshitting for twenty minutes now. No, yeah, it happens because we ain't we 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 uh we hadn't done it in a whole lot. So we have so much bullshit going on. But um, one of the surprises from the WWE budget cuts, and we'll we'll, we'll I'll go into this in just a minute. But uh, like I me he and I were talking about it yesterday, and uh, I noticed that you didn't. Do what I ask you to do. So we would have. You didn't print off a list of those NXT wrestlers that were released. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's okay. But no, I mean they're they're releasing everybody left and right. And it's like I was trying to explain to him yesterday that you know AEW is an alternative. Everybody was all up in arms when Vince said they weren't competition. They're not. They might be one day. I mean, for a long time, WCW was not competition. It was Southern wrestling, as Vince would tell you. Wrestling. And when they become competition, you know, then you know you'll see Vince go back to what he did with WCW. He'll 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 reference them if he if, if he has to if he feels it necessary, like he started doing with the billionaire Ted skits and all that shit. But um, you know, perception is reality, and nobody really gives a damn about the truth. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And perception is AEW ran ran NXT off of Wednesday nights. It's not reality, folks. Um, reality, if you actually stop and look into it, I forgot the exact reasons, but there was some kind of scheduling thing. There's a reason that USA wanted to put NXT on Tuesday nights. And the thing is, people got to remember, you know, when you stop and you watch AEW, you know, you've got Jericho, you've got John Moxley, you've got Kenny, Cody. you know, Cody that the you know the average wrestling fan or will know who they are um and then you've got you know your hardcore wrestling fans that knew who the bucks were coming over and Kenny Omega and Lance Archer and stuff like that and now you know and if they get Brian Danielson and CM Punk on the show like we've talked about before and it's you know from what what we've read and it's pretty well a done deal but you know 
it's a wrestling business, so you never know. They, Nothing's they, ever confirmed. Yeah, they'll attract some of those, you know, casual fans coming over. But at the end of the day, they, uh, you know, they were putting all these guys that, that the casual wrestling fan knew on Wednesday nights versus a bunch of guys that nobody really, you know, unless you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you don't know who they are. I mean, as much as I like Adam Cole, I mean, he's one of my favorites in the business right now. Um, you know, the the casual wrestling fan probably has no idea who he is. I mean, um, and if they would have had wanted to compete with with AEW on Wednesday nights, you know, Vince is Vince. I mean, he won the wars for a reason. He's been around going globally for years for a reason. The man's not stupid. And, you know, if they, if they wanted to really put a dent in AEW or, you know, I'm not, not knocking them, but it's, you know, you, you would have seen, you know, Roman Reigns. You would have seen Bobby Lashley. You would have seen Drew McIntyre. You would have seen these people on Wednesday nights, and it would have been, I don't even, it might not have even been NXT by then, which I think, you know, is going away anyway, at least what we're used to. Um, yeah. Nor here nor there. But, I mean, people, I mean, I, I'm glad AEW popped up. I was always thankful, you know, I've never been in the business, but I've just been a fan. But, you know, when TNA popped up all those years ago, when Ring of Honor came, you know, started coming around, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's like in major, major league sports, you know, when you got the NBA, I mean, there's 32 different teams, you know, if one cuts you, you got 31 other opportunities to go try to make the team, you know, and therefore a little bit when WCW was bought and ECW folded, there was yeah, nothing else there was except nothing. for Japan. Yeah, there was nothing else. So I'm glad the boys have another place to, to wrestle. And like, so like I was telling him with Chris Jericho coming out and, you know, saying they won the Wednesday Night Wars, that's what Jericho's supposed to do. You know, he, he's he's the face of that company, you know, as far as the casual wrestling fans. He's been around a long time. and 31 uh, years. He, he He's not supposed to come out and tell you, well, you know, they, we, we weren't competing against their big stars. No, he's supposed to come out and pump up this company. You know, that's what he's supposed to do. And, you know, well, again, I'm, I'm thankful for AEW to give, give the boys another place to work, give us some, something else besides WWE to talk about. Um, just people need to put things in perspective. And that being said, it's like I was telling him yesterday as well, you know, they're, they're falling into to a point what WCW did and to a point they're not. You know, when WCW was bringing all the, the ex-WWF guys in, they were bringing guys in that left. Uh, they weren't released. They, these were people that, you know, were just tired of the way they were being used. And, um, you know, like Savage. Savage was still, you know, announcing. But he, he, wanted to, he wanted to continue wrestling, and he was a name. Vince didn't see him wrestling anymore except for a once or twice here and there as a special occasion. And, you know, he went and he wasn't under a binding contract anymore, and he went and made the deal with WCW and went in and, you know, wrestled six more years um, on top. You know, he had, you know, Savage was always good in the ring. He had good matches for the most part. Um, you know, they brought in Hall and Nash who, who left WWE. They weren't released, fired, whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of those other guys they were bringing in. They wanted uh, to play with the big boys. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But they, um, you know, but AEW's bringing in, you know, well, you like them or not, you know, they're cast-offs. Um, Except, you know, Jericho had already left. He was doing his own thing in Japan. Uh, Moxley, they, they acknowledged that it was his last night in WWE whenever he, whatever match it was he had. 
Um, you know, CM Punk seven years ago, so that's not really. He walked out. Yeah. Brian, he wasn't released. He left. Yeah, he left, but he's not there yet. Uh, and and I do think you're going to see Adam Cole in AEW as well. I could be wrong. I mean, they might offer him stupid money and whatever, but that you know, time will tell. But you know, the the rest of them. I mean, you you can start naming names. I mean, from Miro to Brody Lee to you know all these guys they brought in. FTR. You know, they were they were all released. But they all wanted to get released. That's uh, the thing about them. You know, Brody, Brody uh, I know, did. Andrade. And, Andrade know. wanted to get released, too. Well, I mean, the Good Brothers, you know, they, they basically had said... Yeah, they're, they're the only ones I can remember that didn't want to get released. They got released. Well, it was, you know, they, they got offered stupid money because they didn't want them to go over there at first for whatever. And they were like, wait a minute, why are we paying these guys so much money not to use them? No, okay, you can go. We don't yeah, care. Yeah, the last time they really got used was in the Boneyard match. Yeah. and uh, But, I mean, so it's... You know, you got to take a lot of stuff with a grain of salt. Uh, I mean, I think they've, you know, I'm not real sure what the hell they're doing. I mean, we're going to talk about Malachi Black uh, next week as well. But, you know, like with him, like we talked about with Brian Danielson, you know, yeah, he lost his last match out, but they put him over pretty well with Roman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, he had him tapping. And then with Malachi Black, for example, you know, he was coming out there beating up Big E and getting these vignettes played for him. And the next thing you know... uh Better, best luck in your future endeavors. Yeah, it's like, what, wait, what, what? Like, hold uh, on, what the hell? We're just pushing him to bring back. So they didn't have a chance to put him on TV and, and kill him. Um, so I guess that'll lead us into Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, who last we saw was the night after WrestleMania. Did we see him the night after WrestleMania? That's a, From what people are saying, it might have been WrestleMania. He might have been on the Raw after WrestleMania and said something. I don't remember. I just know he was hurt. And I don't think so. Don't yeah, think no, he was hurt. Look was it up. He? Yeah, he was like, he got cleared to come back and compete like three days before he was released. The doctors gave him the okay to come back. And then like three days after he got, you'd have to look it up the exact date. But as soon as he got cleared, he was released. Best luck in your future endeavors. And and it shocks me because I've, I've told you, it just, it killed me what they did with him because, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody will ever be as big as the Undertaker and, no, ha- no, and have the ca- and have the career he did. No, but bringing him up the way they did with the special effects, the music, the rock and chair, the swamp matches and shit like that, they could have made him something similar and made him an attraction. Yeah, because you know he's not Daniel Bryan in the ring, but he's also a lot better than some of these other big dudes you see using as that they use as well. I mean, Bray could move, and and I'm telling I you know I know we're supposed to talk about how we would book him outside, but like I've told you, I don't. You think they're going to bring him back? Well, I know if you if you look it up, not only well, I mean you heard the crowd chanting Wyatt during Alexa Bliss's match, and you know Lee, Lee poor Alexa alone. She it's ain't not got, her fault. Yeah, shit. she don't have nothing to do with it. She's mad as a bitch. He got released, and um, but you know their television partners who are the ones they have to keep happy. Like it was NBC Universal and uh, Fox and somebody like they were uh, they, pissed. Yeah, they were not happy about Bray's release. Now, granted, he controls his own future. They've released him. He'd have to resign a contract. I wouldn't resign. Um, well, I mean, at the end of the day, there'll be two reasons if he does. He can't. He's going to be in a lot of trying to rebuild his character with what people are used to, he's going to have to be very, very picky and very careful on what's trademarked and what's not. 
his mannerisms. I mean, you know, this, that, and the other. So there's going to be that he's got to worry about. Yeah. Um, and then the money aspect. I mean, you know, if the TV partners are wanting him back, you know, they, they could very easily, you know, stroke him a check. We got you, you know. But, you know, between his between his character and the name and then the money aspect of what the TV partners want, I don't I don't think he'll make it to AEW or anywhere else, but that's just my... You don't think they'll let it get that far? No, I don't. I, I, it, it, the fans are one thing, but when you're the people that are stroking you a seven-figure check to be on their network are pissed. Only so much you could do. Uh, I'm, well, I mean, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, continue. Go ahead. Well, uh, I'm trying to think, because, like, I was driving down to Myrtle Beach when he got released. I, I looked at the photo. We stopped at a restaurant, but I looked at my photo. It said Bray Wyatt had been released. I said, what the hell? Is this a joke? I thought it was, uh, like, uh, what is that joke website, Kayfabe? Something? I don't know. But I was like, is this a joke? And then, no, it wasn't a joke. Bray Wyatt had actually been released by the WWE. And I don't get it. I mean... I don't either. There was, was all kinds of rumors. I mean, I know him and Brody Lee were, were tight, and there was rumors out there that he hadn't been on TV because he was dealing with that. And, uh, you know, he wasn't, like, mentally prepared to wrestle or whatever. But, I mean, they have just – Bray is one of those – and I feel like AEW has been doing the same shit with Adam Page, and it drives me crazy. It's, it's, it's start-stop booking. I can't stand it. Either push them or don't. I mean – you know, it's like, you know, they'll bring Adam Page out there, and then he lost to Brian Cage. And it's just like. Whoa. They did that to get him away from Kenny, but it was like, why? Yeah. Like, if you're going to push him, push him. And, and again, I, you know, if you, I don't know. but And Brian Cage, just, that's a different story for a different day. but The machine. Uh, but, I mean, Bray, you know, I mean, he would come out there, and I mean, like, you know, that first match at, what the hell they call it, that he had with Randy at WrestleMania. That was so bad. Um, was it the Firefly Funhouse? No, 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 no. This was before this was before the Fiend character came along. It was. I don't remember. I'm be honest with you. I know he had that match with like the stuff on the ring canvas. Yeah, like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, they had like it was the, awful. Yeah, the but the bugs and everything, and it's just like, but you know, then they'd bring him out there, and then, you know, they brought him back. You know, they let him go away for a while, and they brought him back with the Fiend gimmick, and which I liked. Thought yeah. it was a great character. Yeah, I mean, and, and the merchandise that you could sell with that character—the mask, the shirts—and you know, as as bad as it pissed me off when Goldberg beat him, I mean, you know, it was like a quick three count, and then he popped right back up, looking at him like I'm gonna kill this dude. Um, I hated. I Goldberg pulled his creative control bullshit. Yeah, well, that's that's again. I don't blame. I don't blame him. It's you know, if you give it to him in the contract, that's on you. Yeah. And then if you put him up against somebody that you're trying to skyrocket to the moon. And he pulls that shit. It's just like, you know, you know, you did it. And you brought him back. They brought him back again. You know, we're getting ready to see him and Lashley. Yeah, unfortunately. But, SummerSlam. But, you know, and but if you go back to it, though, I mean, that didn't really affect the Fiend at all. Nobody really did. That, that was, like, forgotten about the next day. And, you know, but then, like, Randy said, he, I, I mean, I like the, the whole storyline with Randy. I mean, it was pretty cool. And then Randy set him on fire, and then, like, he come back charred and Alexa Bliss leading up to it. I mean, it was a pretty cool special effects with what they were trying to do. And then, you know, he comes back at WrestleMania, and he's charred at first, but then, like, whatever, the lights went out, and he came back up, and he's back to normal. 
but then Alexa like looked like she was charred or whatever. Like it like it went over to her. But then you let him lose. It's like you build this guy up and and he loses. Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense because he had already lost to uh, Randy at WrestleMania, and he had lost to John Cena at WrestleMania, and then he got his win back. Yeah. So that's what I thought they were going to do with it. And it was like, nope, okay. And then that was realistically the last time we saw him. Thanks, Randy Orton. AEW loves you. Yeah, pretty much. Sending him everybody. <laughs> but no, I just like, so I don't get it. I mean, so, but, you know, if he if he does go to AEW, um, you know, it's going to be under his real name. We've already seen what he's trying to do online with the Cult of Wyndham. Um, if for anybody that doesn't know, he is one of the sons of Mike Rotundo and the grandson of Black Jack Mulligan, Barry Wyndham's father. Um, Mike, yeah, Mike married Barry's sister. Um, so they've all been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, so he comes from a long lineage of, you know, Barry Wyndham was probably by far the best in ring performer, um, baby face anyway. And, you know, 86, 87, 88. And he was another one that, you know, went to the WWF and just... Got destroyed. Oh, they gave him some bad gimmicks over there, man. Um, Thanks, WWE. But, you know, so... If he wants to, you know, I mean... When you stop and think about it, with is cause, I mean, Bray is one of the bigger bigger names to come out of that, you know. I mean, to... Uh, Braun, him... Well, no, I'm not talking about the release. I mean, just, you know, when, when people were talk, would talk about WWE, you know, he was one of the names that would get mentioned. I mean, it's like when they went to Fox, you know, that's... That's the one they wanted that, was the Fiend. The, the Fiend, exactly. So, AEW, if he's available at the end of these 90 days, would be stupid not to bring him in. Yeah, everybody's I mean, bitching AEW for signing everybody, but... He's one that you bring in, and you do advertise. I mean, you because people are going to want to see what he's got to say. Um... You know, I, 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 know, I mean, he's, there's a, oh, all kinds of ways you could go with it. I mean, his his, his brother Bo Dallas, you know, Bo Rotunda was released as well. He's out there. You know, Eric Rowan's out there. Braun Strowman's out there, and they're all good friends. Now, of course, they're friends, but one's his brother too. Yeah. I mean, you know, so that that being said, to me, it, it takes the Dark Order question out of the equation. You don't think he should come in and even mention the Dark Order? You wouldn't like you wouldn't like what I, what I, what I would say if he did. Go ahead, say. Ever since Brody died, mm-hmm. they've become a fucking joke. They were little before, but at least they had him to... Keep him in line. Look evil, look legitimate. I don't even know what word I'm looking for. But the shit they've had them back there doing with Adam Page and, you know, John Silver, John... It's like, you don't like Johnny Hungy? It's, you get what I'm saying. And the one thing about Bray's character is you might have laughed at some of the shit he said. But it was more serious. Yeah, he never come across as a comedic act. He never will. It's not not the way he's built. And so the only if he came in and mentioned the Dark Order at all, that would be my way of getting rid of the Dark Order. Um, I would, you know, have him, you know, if he mentioned them at all, say, you know, one of my best friends in the world tried to show you dumbasses the way. And without his leadership, you know, you, you've turned his his vision into a, into a fucking joke. You need to go somewhere and have him and his new faction just kill him. Just, just 
Gone. Damn. So it's like that. Psst, gone. So you want Rowan to be with him? Uh, Bo, Bo and Braun? Just take Bo out of the, the equation for a minute. And, and, I, and yeah, and I, oh, God. Yeah, I'm shitting on the little dudes. It, just take Bo out of the equation because he kind of had that comic comic thing going on in WWE. Bo leave. Yeah, that. But it, you, I, don't, I mean, well, well, how, I mean, Cole Cabana's the biggest guy in the fucking Dark Order. Yes. And you bring in just a three up. You got Rowan, Braun, and Bray. They could destroy each and every single one of them, especially Braun. They, it's not, they could just, you know, you bring, what is it, about 10 of the Dark Order? So there's 5, 10, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, uh, John Silver, and his partner, and Colt Cabana. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you bring them three monsters out against those seven dudes. And a J2. Tag team back again. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, but, you know, they, they put her over good enough when she was on TV. I mean, she could even switch sides in it if she wanted to. Um, because of the whole, the whole Sister Abigail thing that we, we never got. We never got that payoff mm-hmm. um, in WWE. And, of course, they can't call her Sister Abigail, but. You know, whatever they wanted, you know, what, however they wanted the user. That's just one payoff with Bray's character we never got. And, uh, but, you, you know, you know, with his stuff, like you, you got here, you know, whether it's Bo, Braun, Rowan, or whoever, it's going to be some kind of faction. That's just what he's known. Yeah, that's, that's, what, what, he, he's, that's he's, what he does. He's not, not that he's bad by himself because he's not. It's just, that's his character. Um, You know, so it's going to be something. I mean, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he can only go so far if he had to switch again. So the cult of Wyndham is probably where it'll be if he goes somewhere. Um, but again, I just want to reiterate, I just, with the TV, it has nothing to do with events, just with the TV partners being pissed off, the fiend's gone. I don't think it'll get that far. Now, is there an option in the, his contract to where they can renew, pick up his contract before the 90 days is up and he has nothing to say about it? I don't think so. Once they release you, they release you. I'm just asking because that's something I've heard before. If they like release you, they have up to 90 days to. You ever heard the uh, you ever heard the Kevin Nash story about getting released from WCW to go to WWF? Mm-mm. He's so funny. Um, make a long story short. Shawn Michaels was sitting there in the hotel room one night watching WCW Saturday Night, mm-hmm. and Kevin Nash was doing the Vinny Vegas character. <laughs> and as story has it, made him laugh, and Shawn was kind of to an island by himself. He didn't like many people. Many people didn't really care for him back in the day. So uh, he went and asked Rick Steiner, because the Steiners were actually in WWF at the time, if he knew the guy that played the Vinny Vegas character. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I know Kevin well. He's like, what do, you, what do you think you'd think about coming up here and being my bodyguard? So I don't know. I'll ask him. Kevin, he got a Steiner like, hell, yeah, I'll come. He's like, tell them if they're serious to call me. We'll figure it out. So... Kevin was in the, he tells a story all times. And it just goes to show you, you know, you don't know what you got, but, you know, he went up to uh, Holy Anderson's office and after he, you know, they told him, you know, once he got his release, they'd, they'd do something with him. Went up to Holy's office. He goes, you know, my wife don't like me being on the road, man. This, this wrestling thing's not working out. I'm just going to go back to work at the Cheetah. Can I have my release? And Holy's like, he said, Holy Anderson never looked up. He's like, he went out of Ole's office, back by the receptionist, and faxed his release to the WWE, WWF headquarters from the WCW offices. 
I don't blame him. And the next night, they flew him out. And, you know, and, and he'll tell you, you know, if you listen to his interviews, he says that, you know, when he went out there and he said it was uh, Sean and Marty for the, I'd have, I'd have to go back and look at it, but he said it was Sean and Marty for the IC title. And uh, he said he walked out. That was when he was introduced as the insurance policy. But he walked out, swept Marty's leg, and then Sean got to win. He said they had just done more with me in three minutes than WCW had done with me in five years. And uh, he said so. And he, and he tells you, he tells people all the time, he said if they would have matched, he said if they would have matched the money and the dates, I would have stayed. I would have never left. And the other thing he says about leaving was, uh, I forgot what, uh, I can't remember if it was a singles or a tag match. But Brett wouldn't take the power bomb, and Vince signed sided with Brett, and uh, Kevin said that was really kind of what made up his mind to go back to WCW. But he had more stroke by then. So, but yeah, him telling the story about getting Ole Anderson to sign his release and then faxing it to faxing it to Stanford, Connecticut, from the WCW headquarters was just like two feet away from Ole's office. It's just fucking great. I mean, I bet they were pissed when he showed up on uh, Raw. Yeah, I mean, it's you know you. At the end of the day, shit like that always comes back. It was, it was on something else you could have done, like like letting Lex Luger work without a contract, you know? That was and, dumb on their and, part. And, you know, showing up the next night on Raw. Uh, I mean, you know, like Brian Danielson, you know, something that's something that's relevant now, them putting him over, assuming he was going to come back. He's going to resign, and they had every – I mean, and, and, you know, Brian wouldn't have fought it because his wife might wind up going back and working there. You never know, but – you know, Brian wouldn't have fought it. They they had every opportunity to let Roman kill him and like bury his whole character. I mean, because you know, if he resigned, they could have rebuilt him like they did before. But you know, they put him over and let him do more with Roman than they've let anybody else do. And he didn't resign as of yet, anyway. And he's probably going to AEW from what we hear. Yeah, from what we heard, he's already signed. So, so like I said, that's uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it, it's hard for me to really I don't. Once the 90 days is up and I see what's happening and they haven't, like, if we get to, like, day 88 and they still haven't brought Bray back like they did Samoa Joe, then I can put, I can. I don't I, even think he was gone a month. He wasn't. But you, like you, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Once we get to, like, day 88 and it hasn't been reported that they're bringing Bray back or Bray's re-signed, then I can put more thought to what I think he should do moving forward. But it's just, I just don't think it'll get that far. Okay, so you just think he's gonna he's gonna go back to WWE because of the partners, not WWE itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like the the TV partners were pissed. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, there's only one. There's no if if he doesn't go back to WWE, there's no brainer where he's gonna go. It's gonna be AEW because I don't see a Impact having that much money to sign him. And I mean, as much money as they're throwing around right now, you know, it might. It'll probably be where he ends up because he, he's not going to go to Japan. His character could never get over in Japan. Not that it couldn't. It's just Japan's not based on a character style. Well, also real quick too, you got to stop and think. You know, this is the one similarity that I'll I'll really make the comparison for AEW and WCW. You know, Ted Turner never minded paying the guys money because you know he owned the Atlanta Braves. He was he, you know he was used to the sports contracts. What he's paying the guys. Tony Khan's father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're paying some of these guys $15, $16, 18000000 million a year. Quarterback, um, you know, they just drafted quarterback out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. He'll be on a rookie deal, but, I mean, when he re-signs, you know, his, if he 
plays like people think he will his first couple of years, he'll be making $35, $40 million a year. Jesus Christ. So to bring in to bring in an athlete at, you know, three or four hundred thousand dollars a year and let them do outside stuff to make other money, it you know It's pennies to him. Not really pennies, but it's just not Jump change. He just doesn't see an issue with it. I feel that. But yeah, so I mean like with Braun Strowman, we've heard his outrageous price for indie bookings. So I mean Tony Khan damn well will pay that. And if you're gonna bring Bray Wyatt and you have to bring in people with him. Well, that's what I'll say. I think I'm not sure if Braun really wanted to go to AEW or not. Um, but if, if he was on the fence about whether trying to get into AEW or not, if Bray goes, I'm almost positive that would be the turning point for him. Yeah, no, I agree. So I would book Bray Wyatt in AEW, bringing in Braun and Bo and maybe Rowan. I'd rather see it be Rowan than Bo because I just, I was never a big fan. You don't like Bo Ryder? He was good in NXT. They it let, didn't translate to the main. No, it didn't. He, he, you know, he was a decent NXT champion, and it was like Elias. He was terrible in NXT, but translated very well to the main. And speaking of which, did you see that this past Monday? Yeah, it was a little weird. Elias is dead. Like, hey, yo, bro, what you doing, bro? Really? Now, they just like didn't like a year ago, like six months ago, y'all have released songs that you had sang on iTunes, and now we're gonna just kill the whole. G- okay, all right, whatever. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, I feel like for Bray, though, that's the only way you could do it. I mean, he posted uh, something on Twitter, you can kill it. I thought it said you can't. I got I thought it said it could. Let me check. Hang on. Hold, please. We're going to check that really quick there, sir. Where is it? Bray. Mm-hmm. Wyatt. Mm-hmm. You can't kill it. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. I mistyped. And it was a picture of... I'm sorry, what did you say? Who was right? Bray Wyatt was right. <laughs> Let me see the picture. Looks like the Fiend to me. Yeah, it's like a half mask type thing. Half demon mask. Like something like a... Like Japanese style demon mask. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, that's just... It, it's hard for me to like move forward with it to see. Because, I mean, if you want to bring... If you want to bring Bo in and... I mean, if you were to bring Bo with him, I I would at least want to see like a two or three week program to where he's like smacking Bo around and telling him to toughen up and stuff like that. Yeah, if that makes any sense at all. No, I agree with you. I, I mean, mean, I think Bo needs to. Because you can't just you can't after seeing Bo as part of uh, what the hell was that tag? Social team? Outcast or uh, the B team? The B team. The last thing we remember seeing Bo doing is the B team. You can't just bring him in as this fucking like demon disciple or something. Yeah, no, you can't. Because people are going to recognize him. I would say give him a few months in AEW to rebuild his character and then bring in Bray. I mean, what what would they call him, though? You can't call him Bray Wyatt. Would you call him Wyndham Rotundo? They, honestly, if he signs with them, you know what they're going to call him? What? Whatever the fuck he tells them to call him. That's uh, 100% correct. I mean... You know, because he's gotten everything over. He was the only one in WWF they were letting write WWE write their own promos. Because um, he could, he 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 had a great mind for the business, which is why I and I, a great mind for that character. Yeah, and that's why I was really surprised that they released him. And it's like, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me. You go back, you're gonna have to let him do it because it's, you know, the only place Raven ever got over was ECW, is because Heyman knew how to use the character and help him with the character. You know, you know, Scotty Anthony. You know, wasn't you know 
Scotty the body. He wasn't, you know, yes, it was him, but, and yes, the character was kind of his idea. But, but Paul Heyman flushed it out. Yeah, and, and you know, Heyman, Heyman brought all that shit out, and so a lot of those vignettes they did with, you know, ra- you know, Raven on the swing set and stuff like that. I mean, nobody outside of Heyman knew how to use a damn character. And, I mean, okay, yes, but Raven did have a pretty decent run in TNA. Yeah, and his Ring of Honor feud with CM Punk was good. The uh, the him getting the poor old poor old Scott Anthony getting his head shaved like that and chunks of his scalp coming out when James Mitchell did that. That was yeah. His- I listened to his podcast. He's like, yeah, his co-host was like, "You dumbass!" He was doing it the wrong way. That's why that shit happened. He's like, "Was he?" He's <laughs> like, "You idiot." But yeah, so I mean, as far as Bray, he's 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 a different case than Raven. Because he has a mind for his character. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to. So, yeah. That's why I said they'll call him whatever the fuck he tells him to call mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he'll do whatever the hell he wants, and he'll get it over. I don't I don't care what it is, and I think uh, they bring him in. He's AEW champion within a year. See, that's, that's when that's, I'm, I'll have to see where it goes, because, I mean, if Brian comes in and Punk comes in, and, man, you got all these people, and it's just like, okay. They're bringing in too many people at, with not enough... I mean, I don't like to see a bunch of titles. Like, I like the TNT belt. I like the world championship. I like the tag champ and women's champ. What other t- like, titles do you have? You can't have that many titles for people. The only thing that I think that they, they're going to have to do now they've got two shows, I've told you this already, is whether you want to call it light heavyweight, cruiserweight, whatever kind of fucking, you don't even have to, like, weight limit it if you don't want to. Something like the X Division, because you're starting to bring in these bigger guys. Yeah. And... Something for those guys to fight over. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But the People only, like Sammy. But the only problem with that is, is like with the TNT title, you know, when TNA was, you know, half-ass relevant, that's all they had. They, you know, down the road, they did the Legends title that turned into whatever the hell they turned into. It was Legends, then Global, then TV, then King of the Mountain. Yeah. and uh, They should have kept it at TV. Let's be real. Yeah, they should have. But, I mean, you know, when in TNA's heyday, it was just the world title and the X Division title. And it's a thing that I've told you before. I mean, in a way, I can defend it because back, you know, back all those years ago, you had the titles from WCW on Nitro and the title WF on Raw, you know, and then the advent of SmackDown and Thunder came along. But so, you know, people can defend it like that if they want. I just, it's like I told you with the uh, SmackDown tag team titles and the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, I, I like shit that's uniform and being they're blue. Talk, call them the Universal Tag Team Champions. Call them the Universal Women's Champion. And that way you can have, you, you know, Universal in, in the world and distinguish it that way. Yeah, I agree. I think that a, a good thing about AEW right now, though, is I don't think they really need to introduce more titles. Because, Absolutely not. I don't, I don't because know. they have TNA. They have New Japan. They have... They're eventually they're working with NWA. So if like they wanted to put a belt on Bray and they'd be like, all right, well he can go work for your company. He just has to win the belt. You know, I feel like a lot of places would be like, hell yeah. No, no, you know, cause you know, it's like we talked about when Kenny won the impact titles, like he's not laying down for nobody no time soon. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the end of the day, you know, nothing against rich Swan. He's good in the ring, but you know, he was, he was, he was a cruiserweight champion at yeah, best. Yeah. And yeah. And, and Kenny's a former IWGP heavyweight you know, champion. So, you know, you, Kenny's damn sure not laying down for him. No. And it's like... The only he wasn't going to lay down for Moose either, even though Moose is a big motherfucker. And he's, but he's the only legit one that you could possibly possibly do it with. Yeah. Because the rest of them, I mean, nope. 
Eddie Edwards, Sam, Sammy Callahan. I love Sammy to death, but like after you lost the world title to Tessa Blanchard, no, uh, uh-uh. yeah, no, nah. you're you're not beating Kenny Omega. That's just not uh, happening. That ain't happening. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Bray Wyatt over the next few months. Uh, July thirty first, so July August, August September, October, Halloween. Yeah, Halloweenish area. So I mean, if, what day's Halloween on this year? Uh, let's see. I mean, hopefully it's a Wednesday. Let's see. It's a Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Sunday. It'd be a great pay-per-view debut if you had a pay-per-view on Halloween. I think AEW needs to do that. I would watch it. Maybe they can, uh, you know, maybe maybe they can trademark another one of Dusty's creations, Halloween Havoc. I, I miss. I'm see. I never got to see one of those live, but I I love like how ho- our holiday themed pay-per-views. So I would be okay with that. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I know that's not, like, the normal of what we talk about on this show, but um, I, it's just, like I said, it's hard for me to, like, book something that I don't think is going to happen. That's fair. Yeah, and, I mean, if he goes to AEW, which is the only logical place he would go, that would pay him, Braun and Rowan, the money that they would need to actually go yeah, somewhere. And I would, like, I would like to see him bring Bo with him. I mean, you know, Bo was, you know. He, he was good in the ring. He was a good B-plus player. Yeah. B team, B team, go, go, go. Yeah. Um, but no, but like I said, he, you would just have to work on his character a little bit. You would have to make it believable that, you know, I mean, he, you could even bring him out there and do, you know, brother, you don't have to be this way. You don't have to be so dark, you know, believe. Oh, all you got to do is believe. And, you know, and have, you know, having smacked the shit out of him and they drag him to the back and you see him for a couple of weeks in vignettes, like put in a dungeon or whatever. Just see Braun pick him up with one hand like this. I'm, you know, something about making him like toughening him up or bringing out. He, we we know you know we're part of, we're from the same family. I know you have a dark side. I'm gonna bring it out of you, and you know, and then go from yeah, there. Yeah, because you can't bring Bo in the way he is now. He needs a little something. He needs a makeover. Yeah, but yeah, as far as Bray Wyatt, I mean, I don't have much else to say. Yeah, so that's not how we'd book it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, until uh, until um, like I said, I just I hate to sound repetitive. It's just I got I I got to make sure you know I I can think of something better to do with him once uh once these ninety days are up and he doesn't go back because like I said with the TV partners being pissed. Yeah, it's like if they're mad, they're gonna bring him back or at least try to. Yeah, they're at least gonna give it the old college effort. So yeah. But in a matter of Bray Wyatt, until uh, we see what's going to happen, that's how we'd kind of book it. Yeah. Until next time, see you then.